Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte, the lifestyle comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. Welcome. I am your host and your guy, Jackie J, aka the Beauty Talk Shock Shock, your queen of creams, host of the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your cookie southern aunt. I'm creaming while the baby is screaming. Welcome to Natch Butte. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am thrilled today to have two queens as my guests. To discuss a topic very near and dear to me, and I know a lot of the listeners agree with me, my guests are on a mission to clean up the beauty industry, and this is a mission that I preach about all the time on Attribute. We always talk about the pallets coming out, the waste. How can we help? How can we do our part? We still want to look snatched. We still want to look cute. We still want to buy our products, but what can we do to clean up our act a little bit? My guests are here to discuss the cool down, honey. The cool down is a new exciting climate brand that wants to empower people from all walks of life to help themselves while helping the planet. It's going to have shopping, news, fun, everything for a cooler future. And they have a pop on Instagram. And they're here to discuss it. So let me introduce each person one at a time because we have two guests today. My first guest, I have been such a big fan of this woman for a long time. Her Instagram is popping. Her hair is amazing. Okay. She has Disney princess hair, which we will ask her about. She is a celebrity makeup artist. You've seen her Instagram. Amanda Seyfried, Sadie Sink, Beanie Feldstein, Mindy Kaling, all the gorgeous faces. And she is a clean beauty advocate. So honey, all the products she's using on these celebrities, she shows you what she's using. And she encourages everyone to adopt sustainable products and to retain. And there's more to the story than just glam, honey. She's got this backstory. We're going to talk about it. She's a girl after my own heart because she gets red carpet looks with clean and sustainable products. Honey, we love. And she has partnered with The Cool Down because they want to be America's first mainstream climate brand. And uh, the next guest, honey, the next guest that is here is the head of commerce and marketing for The Cool Down. The founder of multiple fashion and beauty startups, and she leads the cooldown sustainable product evaluation. So any product you need a rec for, she's going to know it, honey. She's also a mom. She also has an amazing dog. There's so much to discuss. And she's coming at you from Sun Valley, Idaho. I don't think I've ever had an Idahoan on that shoot. Idahoan. I don't think there's ever been somebody coming in from Idaho. So this is a big moment. Please welcome my guests today, Katie Denno and Nina Tooley. Ladies, welcome to Natch Butte. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And Katie, you're in L.A.? I'm in cold L.A. Yes, same. I know. We were discussing the cool down, and I thought, well, it definitely did cool down finally. (laughs) But we're not here to discuss weather, ladies. Let's get to the point. I ask this of every guest. It's the opening question of Natchu. What type of skin do you have? I'm going to start with Katie because she's next to me on the Zoom in our Brady Bunch squares. I have dry as a bone okay. postmenopausal skin. Okay. We love specifics. That? Okay. <laughs> I'm curious about that. We love. And Nina, how about you? Um, I would say pretty much the same. It's it's very thirsty. It's very dry because I live in a high desert climate. So, mm-hmm. you know, just can't get enough of the oils and yes. moisturizers. Okay. Well, I look forward to later in the show when we are given all the recs for those products because we need them. Okay. This is the next warm-up question. I'm going to start with Katie again. What is the first beauty product you ever bought or used? I was gifted by my mother in the fourth grade, a Ziploc bag filled with makeup of hers from the seventies. Oh, wow. Um, which I took to a slumber party. 
And that bag had blue frosted eyeshadow, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. a surprise, and coral, like bold coral squeezy tube of cheek or wherever you want to put it, color. And I still remember the way it smells. I do too. It's like a clay, right? My mom had that same product. I was surprised. I was absurdly who he hoosed with it in the color. Ditto. Yep. What a great answer. Okay, Nina, good luck living up to that. Yeah, that's a tough (laughs) one. Um, Well, I do remember my first experience with the beauty product because it was so fun. I think I was around 11 years old. So it was the late 80s. And I was living in Ketchum, Idaho at the time. So I went to uh, Twin Falls to Kmart, which is about an hour and a half drive. The nearest big box store. And bought some red lipstick from Wet n Wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that brand? So what is it, like a scent? 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 99 cents, exactly. And the blue eyeshadow. And I think I also bought the Bon Jovi and White Snake posters as well. So it was just a Sister. great day for me. Yeah. <laughs> what a combo. I was like, I was like the 11 year old, like Tawny Katane. I just, yeah, it was, it was a wonderful shopping excursion for me. That's, Very memorable. I love the experience of going to a Walmart or Kmart and getting a poster and makeup at the same time. Like what a thorough cleansing soul experience. It was delightful. I mean, are posters still a thing? Do the kids buy posters anymore? I don't or? know because you have a phone so. now with all the pictures. You don't need to stare at pictures on the wall. So true. I don't know. But I think they still do. I've, yeah. I've seen. I've seen. It's just not as tactile. It's not as you know. Do you remember going and in, in like going through the posters, and then it'd yes. be like E fifty nine, and you'd go find the tube, and then if you bought the wrong one, you're like, damn it, I didn't want Jurassic Park. Totally. Yeah. Oh, so so exciting. What a lovely memory. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I I okay. want to look at posters okay. now. Okay, everyone gets a random warm up question, and since it's November, which is crazy to me that it's November, but regardless, favorite Thanksgiving food. Katie, you're first. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Um, probably sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Marshmallows sweet. on top or no? No. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Okay. Listen. They're sweet enough. Yeah, I listen, I'm here. I I, I agree. What about you, Nina? I'm a stuffing gal. I yep. love a cornbread stuffing. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I didn't eat stuffing ever until my adulthood. And now oh. I can't get enough. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, I put that thing. cranberry sauce on there. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so we love that. Okay. Last warm up question. This is Natch Butte. We celebrate natural beauty here. What is the most beautiful thing about you? And I'm going to twist it up and put Nina on the spot first. Oh, my goodness. What is the most beautiful thing about you? Now, I get answers that run the gamut. We can go physical. We can go existential. It's an open-ended question. Okay. I would say my optimism yes. would be the most beautiful thing. And and what that translates to physically is my smile. I smile oh. a lot. And I just wake up in the morning and I have my bad days like everyone else, but I usually wake up with just like this very optimistic view of life. And it's like a clean slate starting from scratch and it's going to be a good day today. So that's kind of how I'm hardwired, I guess. Oh, what a fabulous answer. Good luck, Katie. Yeah, what am I going to say? My feet? No, um, that was <laughs> no, really beautiful. no one said that yet, and I, that's shocking to me. I've gotten breasts a few times. Oh, I've heard be- that on yours. And yeah. booty. I heard uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another one of your yeah. Um, yeah, I think I would have to say my heart, mm-hmm. maybe not in looks, because I've never seen it, but I think that I lead with heart, and people respond to that. And that matters way more to me than like, drawing the perfect eyeliner or finding the right lipstick shade but i can also help you with that i mean but your hair though also i show up today with wet hair that will continue to inflate i can't wait to watch yeah Yeah. yeah. um so okay my hair thanks i'll pick that we'll just (laughs) instead of heart i'll screw your heart can we pick two can it be the heart yes you have both the question is open you can pick two or three i would never cut you off so we will take it okay I want to first ask you both, and this is going to be difficult to keep brief, your careers. Just give us how you got into your field. And I know these stories are so rich and thick. Like, Katie, I know you started as a social worker, which led to your makeup work. Please just give us a brief, and then I'm going to ask how you two intertwined. But first, let's start with Katie. You're a makeup artist. You've got the best clients ever. How did this all start? Let me 
give you the Cliff's Notes version. Yes. Um, okay. So yeah, I was a social worker living in New York City and working in the Bronx. It was my favorite job ever, for sure. And after about 10 years doing that, I was sitting at a dinner party of folks that I didn't really know. And I was doodling on a napkin. And one of the women sitting next to me said, oh, you like to draw? Would you want to come and assist me one day on a photo shoot? I'm a makeup artist. And I was like, well, how would I do that? Was this dinner party super boring that you were sitting there drawing on a napkin? I mean, I didn't know anyone. I wasn't like near. I wasn't like. And you didn't have the phones like we have now where you could be playing. No, I'm doodling on a napkin because I I did, you know, fished a pen out of my purse. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I said, oh, thank you for thinking of me. But no, I couldn't. And then I went home and thought about it. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a whole nother world out there, perhaps just waiting for me. So I called in sick to work and assisted her and it was awesome. I got free lunch and like had the most amazing day and she just kind of planted the seed in me. And then anyways, it's like one of those, you're in the right place at the right time. There's a whole universe and you just kind of like, well, what's in here? Okay. And then I just dove right in and I didn't know enough to be scared of the industry. Now I'd be freaking terrified. Now I don't know how people get into this industry. This was pre-Twitter, pre-Instagram, pre-any. I remember when my agent, who I've been with the same agency for 16 years, my agent said to me, listen, there's this thing called a blog and you need need one. And there's a thing called Twitter and you're going to need to get on it. And I was like, this is terrifying. I don't know anything about this. At that time, it was like maybe a year and a half into my industry or into this new career. And I went home, said to a friend who was laying on the couch at 35 after chemo treatments, I need to help you. And I also have this thing that I need to be thinking about. I don't know what to do with my career. What's my thing? What's my thing? And she kept, she said, you know, you say this catchphrase that's kind of annoying to me all the time. You always say, well, the beauty of it is, you could da, 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 the beauty of it is. And she said, you should have a blog called The Beauty of It Is. And I was like, what would it be about? And in talking over the next hour while she was throwing up post chemo, we both kind of at the same moment came to this aha moment of it should be about helping people in wellness. Mm-hmm. And the next day I went to this amazing store in New York City called the ABC Home and Carpet. And they had this gorgeous apothecary of clean beauty, which I didn't know anything about. And I went and straightened up the Elia five or six, I can't remember, lipstick display. And then came home and looked them up on Facebook and wrote to them and said, I'd love to meet you. And it was just like, I mean, I can't even tell you, it was like lightning speed how my career just kind of- I didn't even realize Elia was that old of a company. Yeah, I can't remember when they launched. And they found it under a similar ethos, right? The founders yeah. had a sick family member. I'm trying to remember. I um, I haven't. Did she have a sick family member? I don't I, remember. Listen, that. I to be honest, I I didn't interview her, but I prepped an interview for her, and then they canceled on me. Oh, Sasha. <laughs> no, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. But I I did read her whole story, and I believe there was something involving the same thing. Just I want to make wise yeah. choices with myself. And for others, wow, that really was Cliff Notes because there's so much more. Yeah. (laughs) I hope that even strung together made sense. But yes, I want to hear about Nina. Me too, Nina. I love that story about the doodling, though. I feel like that really was the universe connecting you to her. Because for someone to see someone doodling and say like, oh, that person could be good at makeup. It's like a real leap, I think. So I think that's such a cool story. You'd think she would say, hey, do you want to be a tattoo artist or something? (laughs) Get that needle out. A little game of like... Tic-tac-toe. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It could could go a lot of directions. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, So I worked for the past... 20 plus years in retail and direct to consumer with direct consumer brands and marketing and e-commerce. And I've worked across fashion, beauty, and CPG. So I've spent most of my career. What's um, CPG? I, I... Oh, consumer packaged goods. So okay, there you I, go. You know, could be food. I knew that. I care. just maybe someone else did it. <laughs> so um sorry, I shouldn't be using these acronyms. They're really dorky. So my first experience, I started in fashion. My first experience with beauty and skincare and, and hair care was with Guthy Ranker in around 2008. That's when I started. And it was a it's a direct response company. So I worked with Proactive. So I was on the digital side of managing their four top brands. So Proactive, um, and our celebrity at the time, we had two, Justin Bieber and Katy Perry. So wow. it was really fun working on those campaigns. 
and a lot of people media. say when I ask them their first product, they say proactive. They really had a really? chokehold on the market. Oh, are For you real? joking? Those ads, oh, yeah. they get you. They're very effective. I mean, yes. they kind of pioneered that like celebrity driven long form slash a skincare routine. Who yeah, knew? It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the before and afters and those testimonials. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really like going to direct response boot camp. It was such a cool experience. And that was when the Beebs was like young and innocent. And it was really adorable. And I worked with um, Meaningful Beauty with Cindy Crawford and Sheer Cover and One Hair Care. So really got a lot of exposure to, I wasn't on the product team. I was on the digital marketing team, but I did work with the product teams and I, you know, understanding the formulations. And so started to understand ingredients a little bit better. And then I've basically spent most of my career selling things on the internet that basically go in landfills. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say that I began my sustainability journey in a serious way when I first got pregnant with with my first son. And I started to actually think about like, what am I putting not just in my body, but on my body too. And just doing as much reading as I could, educating myself, asking friends. And that was a real eye-opening experience for me. So that's when I first started getting into it. And then I decided a few years ago, I had this light bulb moment in 2019. I was living in Los Angeles in the hills and there was this horrendous wildfire like right next to my house. So we had to evacuate at three o'clock in the morning, like emergency style with the two kids and the dog, rip my small children out of bed, couldn't find their shoes, throw them in the car. And, um, yeah, it was it was a really mm-hmm. traumatic experience. And we were out of our house for a week and it was my son's birthday. It was actually right around this time of year. It was Halloween and just trying to explain to them what happened. It was, it was just really, uh, it kind of rocked my world and made me realize this climate issue that we're hearing about is it's not an existential issue. Like that's really a pet peeve of mine when you hear that, because it is, it's also like, what, what does that even mean? Right. Right. It's knocking at our door. Yeah. I would argue it's knocking down our door. Absolutely. Like it's here, it's now, it's urgent, it's affecting all of us. So I started thinking a lot about, you know, what I don't, I I just didn't feel like I could just kind of keep doing what I was doing and stand on the sidelines. And then later on tell my, my children, my grandchildren, like I didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I loved my career. I love marketing. I'm obsessed with products. I mean, if you have like six more hours today, I could just, we could right. just talk more about products. The three I know. Of forever. So I had that skill set and wanted to apply that to climate and didn't really know how to do that. And then we moved to Idaho and I started just volunteering with grassroots climate groups here and nonprofits to try to learn as much as I could, like boots on the ground style. Cause I just had no idea. What does that mean? to Right. The information isn't out there right now. It's not easy mm-hmm. to find. Yeah. I mean, it's starting to gain some momentum, but yeah, a few years ago, it just, it was really, there weren't even like any climate, you know, job boards you could look at online. So I volunteered with this amazing group here called the Climate Action Coalition. And it's like a group of about 200 volunteers, like mostly like 10 very active ones and help pass a clean energy resolution for our Valley. So we went in front of all the city councils and talked to them about it and it passed. And I was like, wait a second, I can actually have an impact on this as an individual. And I never had that experience before. So that kind of opened my eyes to what is possible on an individual level. And then I just started kind of looking for jobs in this area, just reaching out to people. And that's when I found the cool down. Oh, yeah. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Oh, yeah. And then how did you two meet and get involved with each other? So, um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you. Oh, um, women are so polite. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, <laughs> I just talked for like 10 minutes. You should be. <laughs> Want to take a drink? Yeah. Take yeah. You, you go okay. for it. The amazing woman who was the former CEO of Credo Beauty, mm-hmm. Dawn is her name. She introduced us. She has been consulting for a number of really uh, innovative companies that are a lot of which are doing big things in sustainability. And 
she reached out to me and she said, I know you told me a couple of years ago that your biggest focus is not just clean beauty, but sustainable beauty. And this is the one, this is the company to watch and see if you can get involved with. And we had a lovely introductory call and I heard all about what they're doing. And I was like, oh, I want, I want in it and let me know how I can help. And, and they have, and it's been wonderful. And I've had so many people reach out telling me like, thank you so much for turning me on to the cool down just because I happened to watch your page. And you know, it's like the dandelion puff yes. blowing, you know, of like distributing information and across so many different variable, or it's not just about beauty. It's not just about automotive advances in sustainability. The cool down is offering information across the spectrum of everything that we as individuals have our hands in, which is what I love, why I love what you just said, Nina, about having that experience be where you learned this is something that I as an individual can actually impact. And I think people often feel so hopeless and helpless right. and like, oh, really, if I buy that lipstick in a metal container, it's really going to change the world. And that whole idea of like, oh, everything's bad for you. Why? Who cares? Let me just buy something that's cheap and delicious. <laughs> there are great options and I just want to expose people to them. So I'm really grateful to the cool down for that. Well, we're, we're so grateful that we were introduced to you. It was really love at first sight. I mean, not only are you an incredible sustainability and clean beauty expert, but you're just an amazing human. And it's been so much fun to collaborate with you. And I feel like those of us who have this shared mission around climate, educating people about what we're doing to our planet, the pollution, we just, there's just like this mutual love there. And it's like, we're all aligned around this mission and it's been so much fun collaborating with you. And Katie does the most amazing videos on Instagram. She's uh, Y'all are both really killing it with the content for sure, which is great. We need content out there that helps drive this mission because then it makes it more accessible and more palatable for everybody. And it doesn't feel so overwhelming, right? which leads me to my next question. And I'm so curious about y'all's answer, y'all's response to this. So on attribute, I consider myself an environmentalist. I encourage all of my honeys, my listeners, to do what they can in this space as well. What we're always discussing and kind of making fun of fast beauty, because it is everywhere. And I do a, a segment on Nash Beauty called New Palette Who Dis, where I go through the palettes that have come out this week. And they're just, they're unhinged. Every character, every movie, it's ridiculous. And now which I know y'all are both aware of, every celebrity is putting out a skincare product line. And I'm talking 17 products, not just one little oil, one little, a whole friggin' table full of shit. It's getting yeah. out of hand. Why does it feel like everyone and every brand is pumping out products? Why are they doing this? Can y'all help us? What's going on? They're I probably this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. please you're you're, please. you're in that celebrity world. Please take it. Yes. Uh, and then please add to it. I mean, do you know what the markup is on beauty products? So there, that, it's moolah, moolah, it's, moolah. Yeah, it's major money. It's little, like super light lifting, if lifting at all. A few filmed promos for the product line. It's like there's nothing involved, and out goes the landfill, you know, soon to be right. landfill packaging and who knows how great the products actually are, but it's, I mean, it's all about money. I can't think of a line from a celeb that I've thought, ah, that makes sense. They right. really are, you know, dedicated in the clean or sustainable realm. Like they really have dedicated their life to this. This makes perfect sense. I, you know, my snarky answer, which is not just snarky, but I think it's totally on the nose is that it's about money. Wow, I really respect you for giving us the truth because you're right. Right. It's sort of like podcasts. Everybody wants a podcast now. These celebrities call their agent and they go, hey, I want a beauty line. Make it happen. And then they just do. Yeah. Wow. Very easy. I can definitely corroborate that having worked on the marketing side of celebrity branded beauty and skincare lines. You can just kind of white label it. So you go to a lab that's already making a formulation. You come up with a packaging design, just put the same formula in the package. And not every celebrity does this. Yeah. Some actually put a lot more thought into it, but it is pretty easy to spin one out and the margins are huge. So wow, yeah, why wouldn't you do it? And unfortunately, that's kind of where the thought stops and it doesn't keep going to like, where does it go after it's used that life cycle of a product? And I wish more people would think about that. Right. 
I just read this crazy statistic yesterday that beauty packaging amounts to 120 billion units every year. And think about that. If only like that makes my stomach turn. And if only like 5% of our plastic is getting recycled, if that, if people are actually recycling, think about how much trash we're throwing away that will never decompose or won't decompose. And our children are going to be the ones buried in these products. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I always think about Wally. Yes. And I'm just like, that's where we're heading to Wally right now. Yeah. Wally was like, Wally was so prophetic. Oh my gosh, it was. When they're all hitting their phones, ordering things instantly, every time I go on Amazon on my phone, I'm like, I'm Wally. Oh. Totally. It's a beautiful movie. I think no, it, everyone it was should be required to watch time. it. It was oh, yeah. ahead of its time. Watch for it sure. with your kids. That's yeah. right. And sob in the corner. Because <laughs> you know it's real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Your son's like, is this a reality show? <laughs> like, oh, no, man, honey, it's, it's just for fun. I swear. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. So, okay. I leave that to the audience to decide who they want to support. Knowing these truthful answers from two experts. I find that fascinating. And again, very refreshing. That y'all straight up told me the damn truth like that because you see the Instagrams and you're like, I know that they care. They put so much thought into it. And I'm like, maybe they did. But at the end of the day, honey, it's about that green. So I don't want to take the fun out of it. Right. It's so fun. I mean, I used to live for the Urban Decay palette drop. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, that, I was especially the holiday palette. Like I was lining up for it. Like, There's a new naked palette out that ain't even naked. It's like <laughs> colors. I'm like, where did the naked go? I'm confused. They ran out of naked shades. They know no, they really did. There's like 15 <laughs> of them now. Yeah, but it's it can still be fun and yes. more sustainable. So we're not like trying to, we're not the fun haters. Like yes. you can still buy cool products that are beautiful, that work great, but just look at the packaging and think about it for a second. And you know, what, what does the end of its life look like? Where is it going to go right. and buy, buy better packaging? Right. Okay. That's a perfect segue. Let's say we're now listening and we're titillated and we said, okay, I'm ready to slowly, hopefully as stress-free as possible, start to implement sustainability into my beauty, into my self-care. Do you have any tips on how to get started or maybe somewhere to start in your routine? Just little shifts, I believe Alicia Silverstone in her book, The Kind Diet, which I've been vegan for 13 years. It was one of the first books I read. She calls it flirting, like flirting with sustainability. Give me a little a little help on that, ladies, and I'll let you decide who goes next. Yeah. I don't care. You go for it, Katie. Okay. <laughs> I have to also say big shout out to Alicia. I adore her. And, have you done uh, her makeup? I have. Oh, yes. what a She's queen. A oh, my yeah. God. If I ever saw her in person, I would... I would have, I would have a hard time. I would have a hard time. <laughs> you would not be the only one on sh- a shoot recently. We were in Venice and the people's reactions. Is that, is that, well, is she's, that really her? She's yeah. truly an icon. Yeah. Like uh, women with their children coming over just like, oh, oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's such a delight. And she's so delightful. Anyway. Okay. Good to know. So what I always suggest is don't run home and dump, you know, quote unquote, throw out, which doesn't mean anything other than removing something from your immediate visual field and putting it somewhere else. There's no throw out. Doesn't it? It's like this crazy term that we've come up with. Use up what you have. Start by choosing products that touch the greatest surface area of your body. So I always suggest whether it's And also things that you use the most frequently. So whether that's a face lotion or oil, body lotion or oil, body, you know, whatever you're using to wash your body with, the options are so endless at this point for instead of plastic tubs of squeezy gel for your body, using beautiful bar soaps that last for ages, come in amazing scents and textures and leave your skin feeling different ways. There's like uh, waterless concentrate products now. There's a brand called Everest. You can use like barely a pea-sized amount and get the you know mad lather for your entire body. There's just so many amazing options. And then I always say lip balms. Most everyone uses a lip balm and why not A, make it a clean lip balm. There's so many great options. And also find one that's in a non-plastic container. There's a ton of them. So oh, any gosh. kind of balm. Yeah. And so I usually say start there. Lip balm and body prods. Yeah. And Fair. also, I should say, also, 
Anything that you're scrubbing into your scalp and in the shower that's cascading down your body, start there. There's so many great shampoo and conditioner bars and now lots of products coming out in aluminum packaging. I'm so thrilled that this is a time in which we're living. Like there's actual change happening. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I just quick side note on bar soap, because we've just become obsessed with body washes and like big plastic bottles. And mm-hmm. I'm on a mission to, to make bar soap cool again, to bring it back because yep. there's no, there's no packaging. If it comes in recyclable paper or you can buy it in bulk at Whole Foods, it has clean ingredients. It there's just no waste. And we don't need to buy a lot of fancy body washes. If you love that stuff, there are better options that come in aluminum containers, but I would just echo it. I would echo what Katie said don't just go clean out your whole cabinet, just throw everything in the trash. And it's also very overwhelming because we we all get very attached to our beauty routine and our products, right? So I would pick one product to start with. Like Katie mentioned, I had a really hard time. I, I was wearing the Laura Mercier tinted moisturizer for like 15 years because that was my shade. Like oh, that comes up on Nantrude constantly. I, th- she's got a chokehold on the market for sure. Yeah, it was so great. And I couldn't find another product that was like the perfect shade for my skin. It took me a very long time. I'm now using Elia. I went through like three or four different shades and like mix and match. And like, I figured it out, but I just, it took, that one was probably the last one to go, but yeah, the shampoo. I mean, there's so many great bar shampoos. I love super zero. I just ordered Everest actually. So the waterless shampoo, it now comes in a little tin. So I'm really excited to try that. And yeah, there's so many great options. I just started using toothpaste bites instead of mm-hmm. tubes. So I, saw those, related, but... cool I yeah. saw those on the cool down. I saw those on the cool down. And that's like, that's just refillable in a little aluminum container. So you're not throwing any more plastic tubes in the garbage, but it's, it's a process and it might take you a while and it's intimidating. So just start with that one thing. And then when you feel comfortable with it and you see an opportunity to try something different, or you've run out of your mascara and you want to try some new ones, then move on to the next one, but don't take it like all at once as one huge project. Cause that's when you might fail just yes. because it's so daunting. You so might well give done. up out of frustration. Exactly. Yeah. What you're saying makes perfect sense. If everybody, all the honeys listening as true, they say, okay, my next round of shampoo and conditioner, I'm going to buy bars. Yep. Think of all the bottles that are eliminated from that. Exactly. It's incredible. Yep, we yep. have the power. We have the true. power. We really Absolutely. do. It's really, I mean, it really is powerful. Yeah. It's incredible. Like I think like 500 million shampoo bottles get thrown out each year. I mean, if you think about it, if everyone switched to that bar shampoo model, it's mm-hmm. just, it, we could have a huge impact and that's where people, they think, well, so we need to take action on every level, right? Like policy level, like corporations have to be accountable for the pollution they're creating, everything like that. But we, I really think about like the organic food movement as an analogy where it started small And it wasn't as accessible to people Mm -hmm. because organic food was more expensive. There wasn't a lot of awareness around it. And now like 20, 30 years later, you can buy organic food at Walmart and Trader Joe's because people started waking up, reading about it, realizing how important it was and spending their money on it. And that's when corporations take notice and they start buying more of the products that we want to buy. So it does have a ripple effect and it takes time, but we, we do have a lot of power with our decisions that we make as consumers. Excellent. And I want to pivot a little bit to clean beauty because I switched to clean products when I was trying to get pregnant last year. And it has honestly been a really fun journey. I equate it again to veganism. People are always like, it's so hard to shop when you're vegan. I go, it's not. You just avoid half the aisles in the grocery store. Exactly. <laughs> so it's actually yeah. it's actually faster to grocery yep. shop. And so same with clean stuff. Katie, I'm curious about you and your clients. Do your clients request clean only beauty? Are they concerned? And then my second question is, and this, Nina, you obviously can chime in too. Some of your favorites, the products that lately when you're doing the red carpets, you're doing your clients for their press shoots and things that they go, I loved that. And that you keep finding them liking and requesting because we're all out there trying to be cute still. Oh, for sure. Yeah, none of this is, you know, to done while forsaking. Exactly. The mission. Yes. Yeah, that was the mission. That's the number one thing I'm, you know, vowing to uphold. You're, you're paid to make people cute. Exactly. Yeah. It, and anything else I bring to them is secondary. So my first answer, uh, or my answer to your first question is very little, very few of my clients ever have said, I only want clean beauty. Wow. Usually, yeah. I mean, 
if I were in their position and the number one thing was to get a great shot on the red carpet and make sure that my makeup lasts all night long, no matter how many people I'm cheek kissing, right, right. whatever I might be How many ass with, kisses I have to have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all of that. I mean, tears might be shed while receiving the award, whatever that makeup needs to stay put. Right. So like, that's my number one thing. And so I do have a lot of clients who have found me because they are interested in clean beauty, but I always tell them like my number one thing is to make sure that this eyeliner is not going to run and there's no clean beauty liquid eyeliner that doesn't run yet. Yeah. So I'm totally fine with choosing a non-clean beauty realm product so that I make sure you look great walking down the red carpet. So yeah. I do have a few clients. Zoe Deschanel loves clean beauty. Alicia loves clean beauty. Connie Britton. I mean, a, a, you know, a handful for sure will be like, oh, what did you use? I'm going to order that. What do you, you know, they're, yeah. they're shopping my kit. I remember Mindy Kaling years ago said, and maybe it was in an interview. She said, she calls me Deno. She said, like, I always thought that I like Deno, but I always felt like clean beauty and me mutually exclusive. Like these are not, too, you know, there's no overlap there. But then, you know, after I did her up with pretty much, you know, I'd say 90% yeah. clean beauty products, she's super into them. And I see tons of them in her, you know, personal makeup stash. So by and large, people are super into it. They're looking for it for themselves. But when it comes to red carpet, most people just want to look great and know that it's I gonna get last it. And also when you are a, a body for a living, yes. imagine the crap they put on you every day in the makeup chair. If you're playing a creature, I remember yes. I, I used to do background work in my early days and I worked on a movie with Woody Harrelson and he's, uh, I mean, he's like basically lives in the dirt. That man loves <laughs> natural organic, you know, and they were covering him with fake sweat because he was playing Ooh. basketball. And they were like, they put this special fake sweat on him. They put all of this chemical crap on everyone else, but he had his own special fake oh, sweat. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's, he is a clean oh. man. He I didn't is even a know clean there was such thing man. as fake, fake sweat. It oh, was yeah. Fake everything. Glycerin, I believe, is something <laughs> yes. too. It stays on the face yep. in the beads for the camera. Yeah. Wow. Katie's oh, wow. like, honey, I, I, I load people up with it every day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's many things we fake. So, Katie, uh, give us, titillate us a little bit because this is Natribute and we do love a product here. What are some <laughs> of the products that your celebs are loving these days? I have to say the newest launches from RMS are hitting mm -hmm. it hard. So okay. she founder, Rosemary Swift, is a makeup artist and kind of rose to her stardom through her work with Victoria's Secret. She did all those oh, yeah. women and made them all, all glowy. And that was like her thing when she first launched. It was, you know, pro makeup artistry, but you can use, you know, it doesn't have to just be for photo shoots. Right. And little pots of creamy colors. I feel like at this point, everyone knows RMS products. Oh, yeah. And now it's like RMS 2.0, 5.0. I don't know. She has really upped the game in the sense of, of longevity of wear of her products. And also, although she always packaged sustainably in little glass pots in the beginning with metal recyclable lids, now she's doing refills. She's doing- We love a refill. I mean, yeah, big time. She's doing, do you remember the Stila little squeezy mm -hmm, tube, mm -hmm. you know, aluminum eyeshadows? They were cream. She's doing those clean style. So she's really stepped it up. The blush are amazing. Everyone I put them on, they love it. Her new blush. And then there's a brand called Mob that I think is taking the beauty industry by storm. I don't and even know about that. I oh, love when I'm stumped. Oh, I love I'm it. It's so, so exciting. Yeah. So Mob two founders. One, Vic is his name and he founded or co-founded Mac. Okay. I've heard so, of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. You may have heard of that. So he comes from an amazing background. He was the lead chemist and is now the lead chemist of Mob. And it is incredible what he's able to create. And also their focus is on the most sustainable packaging in the beauty industry. And so they everything a they do sustainable, is clean Mac. Yeah. Honey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Fine. board with that. I cannot wait for you to get some. Oh, I'm getting it all. Hands. Black you, Friday, here we come. For real. I mean, this is the the quality of product is incredible. And then this is okay. So the they have all of the recycled and recyclable plastic packaging, refillable packaging. But then they also decided to work their tails off on 
at home compostable packaging wow. and like through a million different iterations they've arrived i wish i had it right in front of me i could show you the lipstick lives in my purse i use it every single day and it i have used both the Lomi at home composter if you don't have an actual compost bin outside to turn that into worm food and i have now i think 3 of their compacts and maybe a lipstick or two are in my compost bin outside and wow. I don't see them anymore. So they've they've actually done it. That so is it's, so cool. I have a, no waste. Just so people know out there, it is now you're required to compost in California, actually. And we have a little one on our tabletop, like a countertop mm-hmm. one. And it would be so thrilling for me to put something in there and like watch it. I'm gonna make sure oh. you get one. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. Awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah. Well, fabulous answer. I also want to remind everybody when I say Black Friday, we only buy what we need. Don't get yes. too excited and overconsume. Okay. I felt like I needed to correct that among these two ladies here. <laughs> we will get to gift guides in a minute because we, we love a sustainable present. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My next question is for both of you. And Katie, you kind of just answered this, but, and you kind of answered this earlier with the shampoo. Maybe titillate us again with a couple products, any lifestyle product that you're both loving right now that is sustainable. Put a brand on our radar for everybody listening. We covered the shampoo bars. We've covered the makeup. Was there anything else that, are there any sustainable clothing brands we like? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So I, first of all, I'm sitting here looking at my bed and my bedding and like, that's one of the number one things that's so important to me. Yes. If you can afford it, look for a mattress that's made sustainably. That's not going to off gas with flame retardants, all of that kind of stuff that makes so many people sick, myself included bedding. So the sheets Takasa is a wonderful T-A-K-A-S-A, a wonderful affordable, organic, fair trade. They're an awesome company that I buy bedding from. They also make sheets and or also make towels and like bathroom floor mats. It's like once you tune in to this world, whether you're the catalyst is lipstick or shampoo, it's like you look at everything and you think, what else can I do better? Yes. Right. Yeah. So once you conquer one and it's second nature and you like it, then you can move on to something else. Totally. Yeah. And in this moment, of course, my brain is uh, not doing me service. I have to look That's on my That's a Instagram. great answer, though, because so, also those sheets would make a wonderful gift, as we were yes. just discussing, holiday season coming up. Once you start learning about these sustainable brands, you literally cannot look at shopping the same way yes. again. It's just like reframing your whole experience for shopping. Mm-hmm. And you realize there is a an eco-friendly or sustainable version of every single product that we use in our lives. Yes. And some of some of my favorite sustainable fashion brands are, there's a, a great company that makes, that's completely circular, actually. It's called Four Days. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it on really Instagram. Great, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and they make basic t-shirts and sweats. And it's circular in the sense that you buy a t-shirt from them. It's organic cotton. You wear it like when you're done with it, instead of, you know, giving it away or trashing it, you send it back to them. They will give you a credit to shop on their site and they turn it into other fibers to use you know, for other uses, mm-hmm. or they recycle it responsibly. So it's completely circular. And that's kind of a new concept that's emerging in fashion that I hope gains traction really quickly, really soon, but you don't have to sacrifice style to be sustainable. So Reformation's a brand that's sustainable, that makes really cute stuff, right? Yep. I just bought my first thing from them. Yeah. Nice. And I love Girlfriend Collective as well. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that traditional activewear and Lycra spandex is made from oil and polyester. So it's actually made from fossil fuels. 
So, you know, looking for Isn't that so the, wild. It's, so it's crazy. Wild. Yeah. It's, it's like a really hard, it's like, there's like a psychological distance there. It's hard. It's hard to understand that, that your activewear actually comes from fossil fuels, mm-hmm. but that's a great brand that I think is, is being much more responsible. And um, yeah, so there's really, there's a sustainable substitute for pretty much everything you buy. Yeah. And now even like, I know Eileen Fisher, a brand that everybody's at least heard or passed one, you know, in the mall, they have an entire, not division, I don't know, maybe it's a separate part of their company, but that's devoted to sustainability and and recycling their clothes and making them into new things. And they take back things and fix them. And it's like, I feel like that's coming from with a, a lot of major brands that do care and putting their money where their mouth is, Patagonia. A lot of brands like that, that actually are doing better. Yeah. Yes. And brands are launching their own resale sites too. So like really premium brands, like, you know, you look at like Claire V or, you know, just there's so many brands that are, yeah, there you go. I noticed your sweatshirt. I was like, that's a really cute sweatshirt um, where you can buy very gently used items at, you know, essentially get a discount, but it's just, it's, it's their own version of circularity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's super exciting. All the innovation that's happening. And there are some really big, there's some really big very recognizable brands that are making a lot of progress in the space too, like Adidas, not perfect. So motto that we always say that it's an overused phrase, but it's progress, not perfection, right? But they do have a partnership with Parley for the oceans where they collect ocean plastic and turn it into clothing and shoes. And they're really focused on expanding that sustainability effort. So I think they deserve to be recognized for that, even though they're, you know, certainly they've been doing that a while. I remember I don't wear leather. I don't purchase any leather items and it's so hard to find comfy shoes. Mm. This was a few years ago. And I remember I got a news alert from one of my many vegan Twitter account follows that was like, Adidas has these ocean shoes and I was trying to get them and they sold out and I just sold right out. Yeah. Yeah. So honey, I'm looking, I'm maybe I'll get me some of those because I need some new comfy mom's sneakers i mean yeah absolutely mushroom leather cactus leather it's all coming yes have you heard of thousand fell that's a no. really cool sneaker brand no. so those are i believe they're vegan sneakers too but it's another circular brand where they're really super chic white sneakers okay i'm and- i'm i'm looking these up because i need white i'm in that stage of my life i'm like i want yes. a white tee a khaki pant and a white sneak yeah. that's yes. my new look the mom uniform the mommy <laughs> uniform i know but like it's chic you know, you don't, you don't have to be like from, you, you can look like super chic mom, have your uniform. Cause you have like, when you have a newborn baby or an infant, like there's so much to think about. You're so tired. Like oh, yeah. you just don't have the energy to spend like going no. through your wardrobe, crafting the perfect outfit. If you have your go-tos that are comfortable and chic, like that's the way to go for sure. Yes. But yeah, check out thousand fell. Their sneakers are amazing. And it's, you send them back when they're, when they're used and they give you credit and they recycle Nina them. It's coming in hot this. with the wrecks. And that's what I'm living for. Thank you so much. That's my job. Yes, I truly. Okay. You do it well. One more Katie makeup question because I just have to know. Okay. I have two. Again, Bring this it. is a two-parter. Okay. Give us your best red lip, the red lip you feel like you use the most. Mm-hmm. And I want to know whose makeup do you want to do, dead or alive? Like Ooh. your number one bucket list person. Ooh. This is a very good question. Okay. So red lipsticks, I have to say, like I switch it up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, he oh, ain't yeah, loyal, honey. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm loyal to certain brands, but shades vary, mm-hmm. you know, depending upon everything from your undertones to if you have, you know, some freckles that are a certain shade, you have, you know, you, different tones in your hair. Um, and in your eyes. So I tend to reach for these different brands. So there's RMS again. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. I sound like a paid sponsor, which are not. RMS makes a gorgeous RMS red. Love that. That yep. might actually be one of my tops that I reach for over and over again. Then there is a brand called Kier Weiss. Yes. Who, I have all top- their lip pencils because at oh. the time on Credo, they were the only lip pencil for a while. Yeah. I mean, they are still one of like the only maybe three brands. It's crazy. The yes. pencils. Come on. Like a lot of lip pencils. Tower 29 just Tower. came out with some that I like. Yeah. Yep. They made some beautiful ones. Um, there's also a brand called 1999 founded by two young women in Canada that is a highly sustainable line and they have good red okay. lip liners as well. So Carewise has a number of different reds that are beautiful. I like a generally like a red that doesn't have much emollients so that it stays put. It doesn't look gloss. I'm not into like a glossy red so much. 
There's also a brand called Johnny Concert that makes these liquid lipsticks in little glass tubes. They're indestructible. Oh, and good to know. Those, they have this one red shade, of course, right now. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, actually, they have three reds and they're all good. They're all freaking great and they stay put. They're like mainstream long wear, but they are clean formulations made without acrylates, which is basically, it's another word for plastic. So the reason that other things are long wear is because they have plastic in them Ooh. that helps to adhere to your face. Ooh. This is made without. So yeah. Exactly. Wow. How Ooh. exciting though, that there's finally an option. Oh yeah. oh yeah. It's this industry has changed so much, even in the past three or four years. How fabulous. Okay, so I think, did I answer the question? Oh yes. Just- well, the question I want to ask Nina is actually a different question. Oh. Because Nina is here to share information about the cooldown. And I feel like now everyone's listening and going, okay, I need to follow the cooldown. I need to know what's going on. There's a newsletter. I've heard there's a newsletter. Tell us about the newsletter. How do we sign up? I believe there's also a gift guide maybe coming out with the newsletter. Just give us a little something, Nina, because we all want to sign up now. Sure. Yeah. You can sign up for our newsletter on our website. We just launched it. Super exciting. So we're sending out two newsletters a week. One is on Wednesday. It's called Here on Earth, where we do like a roundup of our favorite stories that are really our mission is to show people a a brighter, more exciting future around climate and what it could look like if we all get on board with this and to showcase people who are innovators and um, so it's a feel good newsletter. It's It's not a doomsday newsletter. Yes, exactly. No more doom scrolling. Um, We have to be realistic about what's going on, but doom scrolling doesn't really help anyone. We could have a much brighter future if we all get involved. So we just kind of want to show people what that might look like. And the second newsletter is, is a newsletter that I'm writing called play it cool. And it focuses on products. So it's very simplified. It was kind of inspired by daily candy. I don't know if you remember that newsletter from way back in the day, but a lot of product newsletters now are so like jammed with, with products and you're yes. not really sure, like, did they really try those? Or are they just throwing as much as they can in there? So it's very simple. It focuses on a problem and with the environment and how to solve it by you switching to a specific product, for example. So the first newsletter, I'll just give you a little preview. Yeah. It's about dish soap. So some of these products know. might not be super sexy, but think about how many dish soap bottles you go through every year. And those are plastic bottles that maybe 5% of them get recycled if you're responsible about it. And collectively, I did a little math for this newsletter. I I think it's accurate. (laughs) Collectively, we are throwing out 200,000 tons of plastic just in dish soap bottles. (sighs) There are a few different solutions. One is to switch to refillable dish Mm -hmm. soap. And Blue Land makes a great product that I just tried. I love that. I'm trying every single product in this newsletter. So I only write about things. Not all dish soap is created equal as we've all learned. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So this Blue Land dish soap is powdered, which is kind of funky, but you refill it with these packages that are compostable. And there's also another option, which is a bar soap that is formulated for dishwashing too, kind of like grandma used to use. I mean, it's really going back to the basics before the plastic lobby and the plastic Bar industry just started putting dishes. Yeah, Color yes. me intrigued. I know. <laughs> it's so simple, but you have a little holder next to your sink and you just wet it and it suds up and it's it's really effective. So I've tried that product as well. And that's kind of where we're starting with this. But each newsletter will, will feature a problem solution idea because our goal is just to really help people chip away at making these easy swaps in their life. And we've just all been so programmed to say, okay, when we wash our dishes, we use a liquid soap from a plastic bottle. I'm imagining my my boomer parents and me telling them to use a soap bar and them just look at me like I'm crazy. And I look forward to that on Hanukkah this year. It's going to be (laughs) awesome. It's going to be exciting. Recap. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be, it'll be great uh, around the dinner table to bring up some of these like wacky products, but story of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I know my listeners are excited too. Okay, the last question I have for both of you, self-care rituals. We end every episode of Nashville with this. Just the things that make you, you, the non-negotiables of your day. Let's start with Katie. What are some of your favorite self-care rituals? I like to meditate. That's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes, I feel like I can't believe how better I am as a person I'm in every way. I wake up looking forward to it. I try to slide right out of bed, sit on my meditation cushion, five minutes, sometimes 
two minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. That is my number one wellness. And I like taking tinctures and I, I was actually just put this one down. Zizia makes some freaking awesome tinctures. And I feel like this one in particular, it's their adaptogen tincture with like ashwagandha and skullcap calms me the F down. And I take that right before a client comes in so that I present, you know, with my most calm self. And I have to say, there's one thing that I was thinking, I used to answer this by saying, I give myself a mani and a pedi, and that's my self-care. This was like my answer 10 years ago. Yeah. And as you can see, that is not the case anymore. I decided a couple of years ago that I would almost never wear nail polish mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. Um, because of its extreme toxicity to the planet and to us. And I thought it would be the hardest thing to get away from, but it's not. And I much prefer it now. And now my self-care that has to do with my hands and feet is I give myself hand and foot massages at night. And I've like have probably 30 different body and serums, foot and hand creams and balms next to the bed. And I freaking delight in just rubbing my own. There's something really nice about giving yourself a hand and foot massage. And I feel like it's a perfect end to the day. Fabulous answer. I'm with you. I uh, Once I was about six months pregnant, I was like, I think the manis are done. Yeah. For a while. Then when that baby's here and you're putting your fingers in his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, that stuff is so toxic. R.I.P. Jackie snatched manis. They're gone. But I don't miss it. And and it's actually easier to do things. Agreed. I used to not even be able to pick up my credit card if I accidentally dropped it. I'd be like trying to pick it up for 30 minutes with my claws. (laughs) And Did you have super longs? I never did super long. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I liked a little... I yeah. liked a little, you know, cunty, mm-hmm. a little cunty nail. <laughs> <laughs> it is freeing to have, to, to free yourself. Yes, from yes. Like I've done the same thing and it's like just one less thing to worry about. Yes. It's wonderful. And the budget too. I just, oh, yeah. I'm buying swaddles over here and diapers. I need, <laughs> I need every cent I have. Oh Babies yeah. These are expensive. Okay. Nina, what about you? What's going on in Idaho? Yeah. So my self-care ritual, I don't really have a ritual, but the things that I really look forward to are my dog walk. So I have this mm-hmm. amazing dog. And what is he a, a border collie mix? What is his breed? He's, he's a, a Great Pyrenees. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't yeah. tell by the picture. I Because I, I thought Great Pyrenees were all white. They are. Oh, so I, that may have been a picture of my old dog, which is a border collie. There yeah, you go. So, there you um, go. So we, sadly, Murphy passed away last oh, year. Buddy. I know. Um, he was buddy. my prince. Um, mm. So we adopted a Great Pyrenees last year from a rescue here. And they also work with livestock and sheep, just like border collies. He is like a giant, like Disney polar bear. He's <laughs> 120 pounds of pure white fluffiness. He's an absolute doll. And I've started doing these, like what I call quiet walks with him in the morning where I'm not listening to music or podcast or checking my email or talking on the phone. I, I have my phone with me just for safety reasons. Cause there are a lot of wild animals out here, <laughs> but I'm just quiet with him. And that's where a lot of the kind of creativity starts to come back to my brain when I unplug from everything. Yes. Cause I think we're just all very overstimulated and it's so hard to put your phone down. So that is my small version of self-care. And then I also do love meditating as well. And I'm a terrible sleeper. So I usually listen to Headspace for a few minutes Mm -hmm. at night before I go to bed. And it helps kind of calm my brain down. I love it. Definitely. Wow. Foot rubs, quiet walks (laughs) with the dog in Idaho, painting a (laughs) lovely picture, ladies. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to end with a little anecdote and neither of you know where this is going and that makes me excited. <laughs> I'm going to take you both back to 2006. A young Jackie J had just hit the streets of Hollywood. I had just moved to LA. I was 21 years old and I was at an audition for actually a game show. So for people who don't know, you're you go to audition like a casting for a game show. The show is called Don't Forget the Lyric. It became a big hit show. And I was auditioning to be on the show. And as I was leaving, I come out to my Mustang convertible and I had accidentally locked my keys in the car. And this is rush hour traffic in Burbank. Cars are whirring past me. And I run inside the audition and I go, does anybody have a coat hanger? Somebody had a coat hanger from their dry cleaning. I'm out there trying to jimmy open my own car. And, and nobody's stopping to help me. No, I don't have AAA. You know, I'm a broke college student. I, the car is whirring past me. All of a sudden I hear behind me a voice that is very recognizable it looks like someone needs to be rescued i turn around 
A gold Rolls Royce has pulled up next to me. The window rolls down. It's Adam West. No. no. A, gold, a gold Rolls Royce. I was saved by Batman, ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. I was oh saved by God. Batman. Now, this is a story that I was so young and starstruck. I couldn't believe this was happening. Now, Adam's driver called AAA for me. I want to say his name was Toby. That's what I say in my lore of the story, but I don't remember because it's been so long. I did not know this. Miss Nina on the call. I hope you don't mind me sharing. Your father was Adam West, the late Adam West, the legend. Yes, he was. How isn't that an incredible story? Wow. That is amazing. And it really that sounds very on brand for him to kind of roll up and in But his literally Batman, voice Batman offer. saved me. <laughs> I mean, how many people in the world can say that Batman <laughs> saved them? I could I, not believe it. It was such an affirmation. I was this broke young person in Hollywood and I get saved by Batman. I'm still riding that high of life. It, it affirmed my entire life. Like I was supposed to be at this exact audition at this exact moment because Batman just saved me. I love that story so much. I can't wait to tell my family. I mean, that's, do you remember that's so cool. Toby? Am I making that up? Did you ever meet Toby? <laughs> I think he was Bruce Wayne's driver because it's okay. a Rolls Royce. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about the billionaire, Bruce Wayne. Um, so, no, I'm not Now, am that. I also making up the Rolls Royce? Because I swear to God it was a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even know what my dad was up to yeah, in yeah, Burbank yeah. ever. I mean, yeah. he could have been driving a Rolls Royce. Yeah, knows, I'm but. pretty sure it was. It was, listen, honey, he was a baller. Okay, that's how ballers ball. <laughs> Great story. That's how ballers <laughs> yes, ball. Yes, in my head, it was a Golden Royce. His name was Toby. And he said, Toby will call AAA for you. And they waited for him. They waited. I'm telling you. I was like. That's so sweet. I'm telling you, it was such a beautiful moment. And one of the most. I remember I did a recap a few years ago of like my 15 years in LA and I put it in my post because I'm like, out of all my 15 years of LA and all the crazy shit I've done, that That is still the one of the top moments of my whole life. Oh my God. I love that so much. And you know, he was you at one point, right? Like he was, he started in Hollywood and nobody knew his name and he worked his ass off to get to where he was. And he worked his ass off literally till like he passed away right. I mean, he was one of the he hardest was workers working. he was yes. on the uh, family guy yeah yeah, yeah. Was, um, exactly and he was also just like he wasn't like your average celebrity he was like just a real guy and yeah. super nice and he mm-hmm. you know when fans stopped him he would always try to give them the best experience and he wasn't ever like oh i'm better than you right. I and mean, he was just like a he was just like a man's man, you know? Well, and- so few people in this world hit the status that he hit of of just being an icon. The word is thrown around a lot. True. He true. My sister and I watched the original Batman as kids. We were glued to the TV. We would hit every time it would come on. And my sister stood in line at a convention and got his autograph. And it's in her office on the wall. So we're like real fans. Oh, I love that. And I love so that. when I got to call my dad and tell him, he literally couldn't believe I, and I was like dad you'll never believe what just happened to me like thank god I locked my stupid keys in my car it was the <laughs> coolest moment of my life so I wanted to share that with you both thank you thank you yes. I, I have something funny to share about my dad because we, we are talking about beauty yeah. um, he had the most impeccable skin mm. and he I don't drop that remember. routine Batman yeah, yeah so I, I have I have a secret I've oh. never shared it with anyone <gasps> It's not clean. Unexclusive. <laughs> I mean, that's not a surprise timing wise. This is breaking news, you guys. <gasps> yeah. dun, 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 dun. So I think there's a, a word for this now because it's kind of trending when like I think that a lot of the young kids are doing this, just like smothering their oh, face slugging. and Vaseline. Slugging. slugging. Yes. Your dad slugged. He was the original slugger. Okay. So he used um A and D ointment, okay. which is basically wow. like diaper rash yeah. lotion. Wow. And he would slather that all over his face every night. And he didn't have one single wrinkle on his face. Like even at the age of like 85. This is the hottest scoop. This is going to make national headlines right now. I I don't want to promote such a terrible product. There's got to be a clean version of it. There is. There is. is, Yeah. 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 So I was going to ask Kitty to answer that question. But yeah, that's that's he had um, he never wore sunscreen a day in his life, which I would have to like sneak up behind him and right. like, attack him with sunscreen mm-hmm, when we were at the beach and he loved the sun he would go out in the, in the middle of winter on his balcony and shirtless covered in oil just mm-hmm. getting that vitamin d get, yeah, yeah and all the reflection of the sun off the snow like right into his face but uh yeah the slugging he just um it, i feel like it 
kind of like pres- preserved. Yes. No, the, the, the kids love to slug. Katie, do you have a clean slug cream for us that we can copy um, Adam West? Well, yes. I Well, my first question then is, was it the diaper rash ointment or like the petroleum jelly? It was the two petroleum. Things. Okay. Petroleum yeah. Just jelly. straight yeah, up. The, petroleum they, jelly? They, well, it was A and D ointment, right. which is like the consistency of petroleum jelly. It and is, it has okay. a really distinct smell. Also, oh, I remember that smell. It's yes. not great. Mm-hmm. No, um, there is, I mean, there's from Alba botanicals. Mm-hmm. They make one that I often will use that Zia, this line that I was just saying makes the tinctures. They make some balms, like they don't market it as diaper cream, but it it is. I mean, yeah. they're yeah. They're. I think the probably the closest thing is that Alba Botanicals. It's in a big orangey yellow tube, yellowy orange tube. It is a dead ringer for it. Oh Amazing. wow! I'm gonna go to get that right now. Same. Living yeah. my best Adam West life. <laughs> Beauty tips Amazing. from Adam West. Yes. <laughs> wow, Nina. I'm just, I'm so honored to share that story with you. When your publicist just kind of dropped that anecdote to me, I was like, what? <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing it. That just yes. like makes my heart feel so happy. It was, it was, Mine. I'm not even, it was an iconic moment of my life. Truly. Like someday when I'm on my deathbed surrounded by all my grandchildren and I'm crossing over, it's going to play yes. in my, in my replay. So it's truly, it, it's just so cool. It's like a full circle moment to share that with you. So I'm oh honored. Gosh. Awesome. Ladies, tell us where we can find you and keep up with you. Tell us where we can find the cool down. We already did, but let's ra- ring it up. Let's just wrap everything up again one more time. Sure. We can find the cool down on thecooldown.com, on Instagram, the cool down with underscore in between the cool down, and also a new product account that we just launched, Green Product Guide. On there Instagram. you go. And we all need that. And of course, our newsletter. So. Excellent. And Katie, we'd love to find you because I was bragging earlier about your social media. Oh, thank you. It is my, just my name, K-A-T-E-Y-D-E-N-N-O. There you go. Well, thank Thank you both so much and happy November and fall. Likewise. And thank thank you you for being here. And I hope we all get to hang in person at some point, walk the dog and just talk shit. It'll be great. (laughs) This was so fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I've been, listen, I'm a huge fan. It's been fabulous to have you both on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Uh, Question for you both. Have you ever had bangs? And do you cream your neck? Katie first. I sported little Betty Page bangs, Mm -hmm. uh, longer in the front, shorter on the sides, black I used to dye my hair black. Oh, yeah. So, yes, I sported that look for a long, long time. And do I cream my neck? Every night. Okay, thank God. And every morning. Nina? Oh, she's a double creamer. Okay. Double creamer. Yes, I had bangs for about 10 years that I love these fringe bangs. And I lost them during the pandemic because I couldn't find someone I trusted (laughs) to cut my bangs every day. So here I am with no bangs. And yes, yes, I cream my neck. Both of your necks look really good, I must say. (laughs) likewise yeah i'm working on it (laughs) thank you so much ladies